You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Let's go one more time. Let's go. <laughs> Jay Street Vibes on your airways, man. It's your main man, Kenny Caraway from D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320 in Sacramento. It's Jason Jones, a.k.a. the professor of the athletic. Jason, what's going on, man? Not much, you know, same old, same old. Oh, that's been in my beard, I think. But that's okay. <laughs> no, my beard is just too long right now. That's what that really is. But yeah, same old, same old, you know, working on some things, you know, as always. And then getting ready for the holidays so my kids can make me, you know, make me feel great when you get them a bunch of stuff and they play with one thing. Well, you know that you know how that goes. You know how that that's goes. Why, I can, why, yeah. I can tell you this. Christmas came early in Sacramento. As we're talking right now, Kings just beat the Lakers. 134, 120. Always a good time. That's more, that's really more like it's always a good time to beat the Lakers. That's like charity. That's not really Christmas. It's more like charity. I mean, you <laughs> mean you gotta, I mean, when you gotta play a team that's using Pat Patrick Beverly to actually be a playmaker. Ooh. I mean, is that really? I mean, I guess it's I mean, is that really something to be like, yeah, look what we did? I mean, mm-hmm. it it was just I mean, hey, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. The, Lakers, the Lakers are nasty right now. They're nasty. They're even nastier without uh, AD and Russ and even Austin Reeves. I like Austin Reeves. Yeah, yeah I, mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're a below 500 team down three of their top, like, six guys. So yeah. the Kings did what they were supposed to do. You're supposed to blow a team like that out. They, they handle business as they pulled away from them in the third quarter. Um, Got to give a shout-out to – I'm just saying it right now, Jason – I mean, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is this is a stone cold lead pipe lock. All star center, Demontis Sabonis. He did it again. Did it again tonight. The man goes for thirteen points, twenty one rebounds, twelve assists, triple double. I mean, come on, man, Demontis Sabonis. I know we had a little talk about it on the show, and you know, and I understood everything you were saying. You know, it's a numbers game and everything. Ain't no, ain't no numbers with Demontis Sabonis. That's all star. I'm just, I'm, I'm just always skeptical about how them things f- play out. All you need is one random guy to get voted in out mm. of the blue, like he did last year with a Wiggins, or you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't count on him being on the team, and then someone gets squeezed out, you know, and then you mm. wonder if a guy like Cat gets almost the legacy selection because he's been oh, on the past whatever. Legacy for Cat? What the, the Cat? Cat don't deserve no damn legacy. I mean, how he's been what three, four times? 
They ain't no legacy. I'm I'm not I, I'm I'm not advocating for cat. I'm just saying that I've seen how these things go. And sometimes you get a guy because remember for a few years, Lamarcus Aldridge kept making it, and I'm going, why is he on the team again? Yeah, he was averaging you know? like 17 with the Spurs. Yeah, so <laughs> you know. Me. You just never know when you only got 12 spots. I'm not saying Sabonis is not an all-star. I'm just saying uh, I've seen weirder things happen. And I I think the Kings will definitely get at least one of those guys in there. But, you just ne- I mean, you just never know because, like I said on the show, the players could vote weird because mm. he's not getting the fan vote. <laughs> No, 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 ain't so, even though even though all Kings fans listening right now, go vote for DeMontis Sabonis, go vote for De'Aaron Fox. We know it's not going to happen, but get the votes in for him. Yeah, because in the big picture, when they start doing the whole formula of where you rank with the fans, the coaches, and mm-hmm. the players, the higher up you are, the better. I mean, I guess I, t- I take the all-star game with a grain of salt because, I mean, a big part of it is really a popularity contest. You know, people say, well, it should go to a guy on a winning team, but it's really about popularity. And a lot of people who vote, DeMontis Sabonis is not going to be high on their voting list. I mean, they probably know Arvita Sabonis better than his son. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a, I mean, it's a, I mean, for God's sake, one year, Zaza Pachulio damn near won the fan uh, vote. Damn Warriors fans. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you know, and I don't think, uh, now he's from where Lithuania. I, I, I always get the mm-hmm. country, yeah. You know, I don't know if that country's big enough to where he can overtake <laughs> you know, just in, in fan votes. Yeah. You know, he, he he's not like Yao Ming was back in the day when Yao had an entire country flooding the polls to, to get to outvote Shaq. Right, right. Well, you know, regardless of all that, tonight he he absolutely looked like an all star, and you know he. The the thing that always impresses me um, about Sabonis that I love, I absolutely love about it. I know we talk about sometimes the scoring and his passing ability. Um, he gonna get them boards, like he he is going to get them boards. He is one of the best rebounders in the game today. I mean, I I gotta look and see you know what he's averaging on the season, but it's got to be around fourteen rebounds a game. He gonna get them boards, and I want to see how many 20 rebound games he's going to have on the entire season. I don't know where he's right now, but he's going to have a lot. He's only averaging 12 rebounds. But, I mean, the the guy going to get them boards. I love seeing him dominate the boards the way he does. And he's supposed to dominate a game like this tonight when the other center is a small guy and Thomas Bryant and there's no other centers. They're really playing. He's supposed to. And I mean – Thomas Bryant 7-1. Thomas Bryant is not 7-1. I think he's seven one, man. He look he, he looks he looks tall, man. He look I I I'm willing to bet. Well, I ain't gonna bet nothing because I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive Thomas Bryant is not seven one. I thought he was seven one. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I'm gonna look it up too because I'm ninety nine percent sure he was. <laughs> well, they list him as six ten. Oh, six ten. Yeah, and you know these guys be lying. Yeah, he's probably about six nine or so. Six nine. But you know he's supposed he's supposed to dominate Thomas Bryant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, now if you you know you run into a game where you know you lose because you got outworked by guys like that, you got a problem. So you're starting mm-hmm. to see them games like this. They should win and that they should dominate. They are. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got you really one outside of LeBron. There's no one on that on that floor that scares you. Right. 
Right. And, and that's the that's the thing about this Kings team that I love seeing. Aside from Monday. And Monday, Monday was even though the, the Hornets got beat down by the Clippers tonight. Mm. Um I I liked some of the talent on the on the Hornets roster. So a lot of people went into that game seeing, you know, seven and twenty-four, whatever the record was, and you know, thinking they were pushover. But they played, you know, 25 of the 30 games without LaMelo Ball, and we saw what he was able to do in that game. And they had a bunch of guys without games without Gordon Hayward. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and what you call it, uh, the guy who would have been their big free agent re-signee lost his damn mind and put his hands oh. on this woman. So they yeah. don't, you know, so, yeah. you know, not that, that, not that basketball is more important than that, but that's a big piece to lose. Yeah. And, and I say all that to say, aside from really that game, that's one of the things that we've seen this year from this team is they handle business against teams that, quite frankly, they should handle business again. Mm-hmm. We saw that again. Knicks, the look, the Knicks haven't lost in a while. I mean, everyone was going, oh, my God, they lost to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Well, the Knicks won eight, nine in a row. So, I mean, yeah. they re- there really haven't been a bunch of games where you just so God, that's just unacceptable. I mean, even people were jumping on the Hornets game like, you can't judge you can't judge the Hornets by their record because when they're healthy, they are not the worst team in basketball. All right, no, I and, agree. They, and they and they got got on the first game back of a homestand. So I mean, first game back, it happens. I mean, I just think I just think there's so much angst sometimes that there's a tendency to overreact. Either way, yeah. you know, it's like, oh my god, they lost to the Hornets. How could they? I'm like, one, they seem to lose to the Hornets all the time. <laughs> And secondly, that's not like it's not like they lost to a G League team. You lost to a team with an all star and Kelly Ubre is an all star against the Kings. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, I just think, you know, hey, I, I said to start the week, you got to go two and one in these first three games. And to me, this next game coming up is a scary one for them. Got to handle business against the Wiz on Friday, man. The Wizards have been struggling. They haven't been until they're, they're due. Thank yeah. God they got a win the other night against Phoenix. I didn't want them to come in on like a 11 game losing streak. So they got the win against <laughs> Phoenix. Maybe so, they'll relax. Yeah. Say, yeah. Oh, we got that one. Yeah, we're we got good one. now. Um, yeah, even 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 with that win, they've still been struggling. Oh, yeah, now. they've been terrible. They, they need to be in full sale mode. Yeah. Um, but other, so, other parts so, of this. I'm losing back to the Lakers then. <laughs> the other parts of this game um, that stuck out. Uh, to me, you had Kyle, Kyle, um, not Kyle, Kevin Herter, um, have a big game, 26 points, nine of 14 from the field, five of five from the free throw line. I'm going to start looking at the free throw line with Kevin Herter because he should be a far better free throw shooter than he is. He had a, a, a big game. And then you also see uh, a, a sneaky, I don't want to say a renaissance, but this guy, he's been been playing some really good basketball on the low as of late, and that's Keegan Murray, 23 points tonight. 7 to 17 from the field, 6 to 12 from beyond the arc. Keegan Murray, he had a little swoon. You know, he had, he had the personal issues with his grandmother, and that was affecting his game and, you know, affecting his, 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 um, his ability to stay focused, understandably so. And then also he was just a rookie in the league, going through, you know, the league for the first time with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's coming out of that a little bit. And he's strung together a good, I'd say probably seven, eight, solid to really good games as of late. Yeah, and I mean, I think when people forget that we're at game 30-what, that's oh, dang near a whole season for him. Mm-hmm. And a lot and a lot of times the adjustment isn't just on the court. It's just he's never lived in Sacramento. 
You know, he was in college. He hasn't lived on his own. Yeah. I mean, there's just things that a lot of you know, rookies go through. And I think I, I know I was, um, who I was, uh, whose pod I was listening to something about rookies. One of the struggles they have is just that. What do you do on the road? Hmm. You know, if you're, especially if you're under 21, you can't go out with all the guys sometimes, right. Right. you know, what's your routine? Do you, you know, what do you do? And, you know, there's just things it takes a while to get used to. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, because he was the greatest summer league player we'd all ever seen, people thought he was going to walk in and, just, you know, be an instant 20 point tonight, but that mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen. And I just think, you know, like I said, when you've missed the playoffs as long as the Kings have, emotions are going to run high either way, good or bad. It's like, mm-hmm. just relax. It's, it's, he's going to be okay. You know, he's in a good situation. He doesn't have to be the best player on the team. He doesn't have to be the third or fourth best player some nights. Really, mm-hmm. he can be just a guy. And mm-hmm. to me, that's the best That's the best situation for a rookie sometimes. He can just be a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's allowed him to kind of go through his struggles and not feel the pressure of, oh, my God, the team is losing because I'm not playing well. Right, right. Yeah, no, nah, and, and it's one of those things like you just mentioned, man, or he, he can kind of he can kind of ease his way into being, you know, an NBA player or being a really productive player on a good team. He, he doesn't have to have it all on his back like Paolo Bancaro or Jaden Ivey mm-hmm. or, or some of these other guys. Like he can he can have lows where he's not playing good for two, three games, and it's not going to affect the team necessarily, you know, to the point where they're just going to fall apart, man. So I'm glad to see him uh, back in there playing well. One other thing from this game that I, I wanted to address, <laughs> De'Aaron Fox getting two, two quick texts, getting thrown out. And to be honest with you, Jason – I would have done the same thing. Obviously, there was a, a foul on Patrick Beverly. Fox going to the hole late in the fourth quarter. No call. And Fox let him hear it after that. You know, it was he, he's never going to be like throwing chairs, Bobby Knight style or anything like that. But he, he, he talked to him a little bit, said some words. They didn't like what he said. He didn't stop saying it. They gave him two quick texts and he was out of here. I don't have no problem with it. You up there at the time, they were 16, I think. 16 with about three minutes to go in the, in the fourth. Yeah, we, we, I'm going to talk to him a little bit. I ain't got no problem with that. Yeah, they're, they're not going to lose the game over that. And I think we see every night there's probably about five plays minimum where De'Aaron gets hit with nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's those type of situations to me are just a buildup. You know, it happens over the course of a game when the officials aren't getting control of it and a guy like Patrick Beverly is going to take his shots. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we just know we this is Pat Bev. He's gonna take his shots. <laughs> There's a reason why he's always been that guy. You love him on your team, but you hate him when he's not on your team. I mean, that's just what he's gonna do. Yeah. Especially at this stage of his career where you know, you know, the you know, the skills start to decline and now when so, no, what does he really have left right now? Right. He's gotta play that way. He's gotta be rough and tumble, push guys around and whatnot. And if you're a guy like Pat Bev, you're trying to send a message because you're going to see the Kings again in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So Pat, like, Pat Bev ain't got no message to send. He, he I, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that Pat Bev should be the message sender, but <laughs> I think he. I think he did a too small thing again. They were down 19. He did a too small thing again. Got to get your boy, man. Get your boy, boy Pat I, Bev. I, He's out of control. I, I, what, what you want me to do, man? I can't even be mad. Cal finally won a game. I can't let Pat Bell. Let's go. I can't let, you know, the one winless team in Division One basketball won a game. That's their first one of the season? 
Yeah, one in twelve. Oh, well, at least start the, start the, Yeah, start start the engine up. You know, about to go on a long winning streak. NCAA is here. We come. start the engine up. Yeah, but yeah, but I I you know it's yeah the, the, the antics aren't nearly as fun when you suck. Wow. And I don't. I mean, overall, I mean, the Lakers have actually played better over the last month. But they came in. I guess they came in shorthanded and got what they're supposed to get. Supposed to get yeah. beat down when you come in. When you got to bring our our friend Winion Gabriel has to play rotation minutes and shout out Winion. Yeah, you got a rookie and Max Christie out there looking That's like a young. I do too, you know, but he still like was a was a what, one year of college and now he's playing rotation. You know, I mean Kendrick. I forgot Kendrick Nunn was on the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. The guy who had the worst knee injury that wasn't like surgery, like that wasn't like a torn ACL in like knee history, <laughs> you know. So I mean, yeah, this is to me, this is what I expected the Kings to do tonight. They, you know, LeBron got his, but they didn't let you know a guy like a Thomas Bryant go for twenty five. They didn't do something like, you know, you know, Lonnie Walker, who's actually played well this year, didn't have a big breakout game. I mean. They do what they're supposed to do. And to me, like I said, that's a sign of a team that's figuring it out and, and maturing. Yeah. You know, you know, past years, this was a recipe for a Dennis Schroeder 35-point game. Don't want those. No. Yeah. Don't want those. Yeah. You know, before that was the recipe. Oh, my God, they're shorthanded. They're struggling. Kings will lose by 15. Yeah. That's not that same Kings team anymore. No. This is, this, is, this is not your older brother's kings. They out here winning games, man. Hey, older brothers is everyone's kings. I mean, they've been like that for a minute. So. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, man. When I come back, I want to ask about uh, another, um, I don't know if you can call it a revelation, but another little performance in this Kings-Lakers game that I want to talk to that could have ramifications moving forward. We'll talk about that on the other side. It's Jason Jones. It's Kenny Carraway, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back here on the Vibes, J Street Vibes. You know, we're giving you everything you need to know. Sacramento Kings basketball. Um, before I get into what I wanted to talk about um, w- with the Sacramento Kings, I want to double back. I want to spin the block a little bit with De'Aaron Fox. And, and a positive. Obviously, he had a good game. 22 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. He did his thing. But he got 9 free throws tonight. And not only did he get 9 free throws, he made 8 of them. So those are positives. Oh yeah, I mean, he's he's around eighty for the season, and that's always been my thing. Is like he's too good of a player to be shooting sixty eight, seventy percent from the line. Mm. 
you yeah. know, and you can't you can't be complaining and wanting to get more free throws and then not making them. <laughs> this is fine. And in a game like this, he actually his offense got going from the free throw line because in the first half, it's like one of four, but he had like eight free throws. Mm. Mm. And that kind of kept him, you know, that kept helped keep them in the game until he got rolling. Oh, yeah, by the way, from the lap, I think the Knicks had won eight in a row. They lost tonight. So Yeah, Toronto got him. Pascal Siakam went crazy. I think he had like 43 or something. 52. Like 52 pickup in the guard. You said he had 52? 52. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, my goodness. You know, that's what it takes to beat the Knicks these days. You know, you just can't <laughs> beat the Knicks, you know, with a regular effort, you know. <laughs> right. You need something extraordinary. But, yeah, shout out to De'Aaron, man. Um, Jason will pay your fine. Uh, for, oh. for <laughs> Jason, who <laughs> Jason Collins? I don't know. Jason Collins, you know, um, one of the things that we talked about a lot on um, on D'Lo and KC the last two days was after the Hornets game, Mike Brown had made a comment, um, talking about you know uh, how he needed a backup center, like he needed somebody to step up, and, and obviously, judging by the playing time, Metsu wasn't getting it done. Rashawn Holmes wasn't getting it done. Namias Kata was starting to get an opportunity. And he was talking about, like, I can't play Sabonis 40 minutes a night every night. I need somebody that can come in there and, and give quality minutes and play quality defense and not foul and things of that nature. And, you know, I thought personally it was a bit of a quick hook for Metu. You know, I thought Metu would play really, really well um, for, like, 15 straight games. And then he had two or three bad games, and now he's out of the rotation. And I was like, man, that seems like a little bit of a quick hook. Rashawn Holmes really didn't get an opportunity as well. And they went to Kata the last couple of games, and I didn't see much from him. Tonight he showed something. Tonight he balled out. Five of five from the field. Obviously, you know, when you're perfect in the field like that, you're going to stand out. He had a nice little alley-oop. But 10 points, I think he had three, where is it at? Yeah, three three rebounds in 10 minutes of play. Namias Keita, I'm intrigued by his game. I don't know if he's ready. I, I kind of feel like he needs a little more time in Stockton, but there's an opportunity for him. And if Coach Brown is talking about, I need minutes, I need backup center minutes, and the people on the roster aren't giving, giving him what he's looking for, here's an opportunity for, for Keita to be with the big club consistently and get consistent minutes. Yeah, and you're talking about, you're not talking about 25 minutes a night. You're talking about just, Five minutes a half, mm. five, six minutes spurts. And if, you know, you can throw him lobs, you know, depending on which teams you're playing, you know, he's got, you know, his size can't hurt. You know, I, I thought they might have gone with someone more like a Metu tonight just because you, you, you didn't have AD, so you didn't need that big guy out there, but they didn't, mm. you know. And I just, I mean, tonight's a great game to give him some run. You know, yeah. you, it's not going to be a you know a lot of pressure filled moments for him. You know, you know uh, Malik out there finding him for lobs. You know, and a lot of times I think the best way to bring a young guy along along is in these type of situations. You know, five minutes here, get him out there, let him have some success, get him out before he's out there too long and gets exposed. Right. You know, so I mean, and one thing about the king, even with Sabonis, they're not, he's not a lengthy center. So Kata gives you some uh, length, some size, and I mean it can't hurt. I mean it's clear they don't, have, you know, that they don't have faith in Rashawn, mm. you know. 
They're not, you know, they're not going, you they're not going to a situation where you play another big and get, you know, go back to KZ or something like that. So I figure why not? It can't hurt. Yeah. You know, you know, you did you did draft a guy a couple of years ago. See what you got with him. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I was not I, I wasn't blown away by the way he had played up until tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I said I said this on the show. You know, I think people thought I was saying like he played bad. I didn't think he played bad. You know, I didn't. He'd been just out there like he hadn't shown me anything positive, but he hadn't taken any, anything off the table as well. Mm-hmm. Tonight was the first time I felt his impact on the floor. And just, you know, you look at the the guy as a project, you know, it's a big old guy. He's kind of athletic. You know, he was a really good shot blocker in college. These are a lot of the things that the Kings are looking for in a backup center. And if he can develop to the point where, like you said, he can give you 10 to 15 minutes a night and really not take off the table once a bonus is out there, not have it where the team is falling you know, uh, they're giving up a, a 11-2 run or something while he's out there. If he can just be out there and keep it steady for when Sabonis gets back in there, I mean, that's all you can really ask for. And I feel like he's capable of that. Yeah, and they got that's one thing they got to figure out as they get through the rest of the season, just that how do you fill those 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 non-Sabonis minutes? And, you know, I mean, at this rate, if they didn't like Kata, you know, eventually do you dust off Alex Lynn? Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you, me, me and Damien talk about it all the time. I don't know why they're not giving Dwight Howard a call. I really don't. The guy's in Taiwan right now. Give him uh, a call. You don't even have to I trade think, nobody. Yeah, I think part of that is just sometimes the guy's rep, even if it wasn't really real. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Dwight could hurt them. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're talking about being a playoff team this year, that's what makes the kind of using a guy like Kata kind of tricky because mm. he's he's clearly not, you know, rotation ready like a veteran would be. Mm. But you don't want to use the veterans you have. I mean, Alex Lenz, a veteran, you know, I know he's been he, he had the illness recently or whatever. But, you know, Rashawn Holmes signed a nice contract a couple of years ago. Mm. You're not using him. You know, you're not using, you know, it's a. Uh, it's a weird thing. I really would love to get more into and wonder what exactly Rashawn Holmes would have to do <laughs> to stay on the court. Because I, I mean, the previous coaching staff and other staffs have all said that if Rashawn Holmes is your backup center, you probably got a good team. Yeah, that's what I always thought about him as well. And, yeah, and it just seems you know odd that he can't. I, I, I just really would love to hear more about. Maybe I'll, I'll look into that. You know, just kind of what would he have to do to be able to stay on the floor. Mm-hmm. Because I think you talk about just, you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes of energy, hustle, you know, switchability on defense, you know, maybe you could score a little bit. Mm-hmm. You would think Rashawn would be the answer on mm-hmm. the bench, but, you know, these things have a way of coming back around. And if they don't make a move to go get a vet, you know, bring, you say, you know, bring a guy in who can come in and help him right away. I wouldn't be surprised to see Rashawn reappear again at some point. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, I mean, maybe I'm biased because I like Rashawn personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think yeah, that I, we all like Rashawn. You know, I, I like Rashawn, man. I'd like to see him flourish in this league. But like you said, he just, for whatever reason, he can't get the, the, the minutes. Yeah, you know, it didn't start the season off well. But I, I also say, it too, you know, it, was a, it wasn't the most difficult, I mean, the, the easiest situation for Rashawn. You sign a big deal, you're going to be a starter. Sabonis gets dropped in. 
And that's no knock on Rashawn, but you got a guy who's got, you know, Rashawn wasn't getting 20 rebound games. <laughs> so, you you know, you're not going to play, you know, and you can't play really, you really can't use Rashawn as a four next to him. Right. So, I mean, that just kind of leaves him as a backup and he's got to be able to do things and help him stand out. And I, I, I don't, I, I just think early in the year, there were so many different lineups they were looking at. It was probably hard for anybody to kind of get a flow or a rhythm. Yeah. So, I mean, I yeah, I just think there's just so many different ways you can look at this right now. Yeah, K looked great, but yeah, I also look at who he's playing against. It's right. like, yeah, he, you better look great against if – you, if you can't stand out against, you know, this depleted bunch, I don't know when you will stand out. But but even then, even with Kato, and that's what I always think about when I think about a backup guy like Kato or Rashawn Holmes. If you're asking them, you know, to start – and go up against Anthony Davis or go up against Jokic, yeah, they're going to get used. But, you know, they're going up against other backups. You yeah. know, Kata, like you, you, you're going up against, not because I, I like the guy, but you're going up against Damon Jones. Like you should be able to hold your own and not get embarrassed going up against a guy like that. Correct against that guy. So yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah. Washington, I don't even know who Washington's backup big is. Nick Richards looked really good the other night, but yeah. – like they had Nick Richards looking like Will Chamberlain out there. But, you know, those are guys that you should be able to hold your own against if you're talking about a backup center for 10 minutes a night, for 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 12 minutes a night. Yeah, it shouldn't be, oh, my God, we've fallen apart because we went to you and now all of a sudden they went on a 15 nothing run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and, you know, with Kata, like I said, I love to see the way he played um, uh, tonight against the Lakers. And I like the kid. You know, I like I'm intrigued by him. I was intrigued by what I saw from him in summer league, some of his skill set that I didn't know that he had. And um he he kills it in the G League. So um if this is his his time to to get an opportunity to be part of this rotation, I hope he grabs him by the horns and and, and, and takes full advantage of this, man. Cause uh, I like the young man. Like you mentioned, you drafted him two years. You might as well see what you got with him and see if this is a, a guy that you feel like you can move forward with in some capacity or if you need to find a way to replace him in this upcoming draft. Yeah, I think, yeah, now's a good, a good time to get a look at him. It's early enough in the year where you have a little more leeway. You can't be like, okay, you know, the division's on the line tonight or playoff season's on the line tonight. We can't risk getting him out there. Now's the time to get a look at him. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to eventually make a decision on him. So get a, a you know get a look at him. So I mean, I'm all for it. And if you do go back to a vet later on, you know you know what Rashawn is. You know what Lan is. You know what Meto Metu is. You don't know mm-hmm. what, what 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 you know what Kata is yet. Yeah. Go ahead and figure it out. I mean, he brings some things. He brings athleticism at that side that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And it, it can't, I mean, to me, it can't hurt, you know, while I am intrigued about what some of the vets could do, you need to figure out something with him. And I think this is an ideal situation. The team is playing well overall. There's not a lot of pressure on him. You know, it won't be a thing if they lose a game that he played in, we'll be all sitting around going, man, those Cater minutes, man, you can't keep doing this. You're going to mess around and lose the division. You're going to end up being in the playing game with those Cater minutes. I don't think we're in a situation like that at all. No, no, I agree. You know, Jason, I don't care what you say. It's never too early to be looking at the standings. And I've been looking at the standings for months now. All right. And yeah. as we speak, Kings are six. And I will say this. I know it's it's like kind of jumbled in the West. And you you understand what I say. When I, nothing is yeah. close to being settled or anything. 
But there is a level of separation that is starting to happen a little bit, right? Like I, I look at the Kings at six. And what I always look at is I'm always looking at the loss column, right? Because you can't make that up. And they're five games clear of Golden State, OKC, and the Lakers in the loss column right now. And by no means is it not, you know, insurmountable or something like that. But you're starting to get a little bit of – you're making a little separation for yourself. You know what I mean? You're making a little, a little separation bit, for I yourself. To, yeah, five games. I mean, it's just, I mean okay. it, there's, there's, there's what – Seven losses from Denver all the way down to the Lakers, who are at, what at thirteen. So I mean, it's it's still pretty jumbled. I think. I mean, even if you go from three to ten, that's that's three games. What, what's the right now? We we've seen these guys playing Golden State without Steph. I mean, they my gosh, they were down. Yeah, I think they were points in the first half. They, they gave up ninety one in the first half. But in OKC, they got Shea. They won two games in a row just now against Portland. But I, I'm, I say that to say, what's the odds of any of those teams with 18 losses turning up? Like they, think, they're not playing that type of basketball right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Lakers and the Warriors can get guys back. And does turning it up mean getting to the top four? No. But I think – you you get in you know we just saw what the Lakers did with a healthy AD and LeBron together, right? Yeah. They're gonna be healthy. That's my whole point. Steph ain't walking through that door at least for another two weeks. AD, yeah. I mean, by then you could be you could be ten back in the loss column. Who knows? I mean, I have no idea. I think I have more faith of the eighteen loss teams. I have more faith in the Lakers and OKC than I do Golden State right now. Mm. Mm. You know, just because I think. I mean, Golden State couldn't win on the road when they were healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're three and sixteen on the road. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's like I said, you know, but then again, conversely, Minnesota could Minnesota or Dallas could easily lose two or three in a row. Very true. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they're down. I mean, this is going to be. I can't tell you who definitely is the best team in the West. No. I mean, Denver's first right now, but. Denver's lost to the Lakers twice. Memphis is, you know, technically second right now, but Denver just drilled them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, New Orleans is third, but they've got the health questions with Ingram and Zion all the time. I think mm-hmm. Phoenix is missing something this year. I think them not having Jay Crowder is making a difference. Phoenix don't like each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, 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 I don't like nobody. <laughs> yeah, I think DeAndre Ayton like is on that. I'm, I'm, I'm only here so I won't get fined. The Clippers, it all depends on how many games Kawhi and Paul George actually play. And I just wonder that can they ever get a real rhythm going with those guys in and out? You know, Sacramento is the one team that isn't all broken apart right now. Portland, you know, I think they've they been lost to the to OKC. Yeah. Utah, I still kind of feel like they've played above their heads, even though they're only they're, they're only two games above 500. You know, Dallas to me has been disappointing to be 500 at this point. Mm-hmm. In Minnesota, I just think that's a that's a mess all year. I think I just making Cat your power forward, I just don't get to this day. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't know, Jason. I'm looking and I like what I'm seeing right now. We'll yeah, you got to like it. At this point, we'll, but, you know, I can at least say that. Yeah, yeah. You got you you can like it through 30 games, but you know. 
you know, we'll see where we are in another 10, then another 10, you know. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. All, all, all you can do is play the ones on the schedule and see what happens. I want to know every day, man. We're going to take one more break. When I come back, man, we're going to get into Christmas Day games, man, and uh, some of our best memories of Christmas Day games in the NBA. This is Jason Jones, Kenny Carraway, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here, Jay Street Vibes, your main man, Kenny Carraway, Jason Jones of The Athletic. And uh, Christmas is upon us. Christmas sneaks up on me every year. You should have seen me in the mall today. Like, damn, I only got two more days to get this stuff. It's the, it's the 25th every year. It's not like Thanksgiving. There was like sometimes it's the 28th, sometimes 26th, mm-hmm. even though we always know it's the last Thursday. Christmas is the 25th every year, and it sneaks up on me. Every time we get to the 20th, I'll be like, damn. I gotta go do some shopping. I ain't done nothing yet. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not, I'm not in that. I haven't done any shopping category, you know. But when you got kids, people buy the kids stuff, so it's like, who? Thank you for reminding me because I, you know, hadn't <laughs> been thinking about that. Indeed, before I had the excuse of I was always traveling, mm-hmm. like I ain't been home. What you expect from me? <laughs> I don't have that excuse, you know. I don't have the I'm leaving town right before Christmas. I'm gonna be on the road. Well, I didn't have that excuse anyway because the Kings never had a Christmas game. I could never oh. use the, you know. But they always played on the 26th, either at home or in LA for some reason. So a few times I would be in LA on Christmas night, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a times. That's a good look for you. I mean, being from LA, of course, you know, it was yeah. a good look. But now, you know, Kings won't be playing. But the NBA has their usual, you know. You know, I, I I love NBA Christmas Day. I love it. I love I love some of the traditions. I know a lot of people hate it. I love that the Knicks are always the first game. I love that the Knicks, the Garden, the Mecca, Jason starts off Christmas Day. They're doing yeah. it again uh, this week. I think who they play? They play Philadelphia. I think they play the Sixers. You know, yeah. like I said, the even though they lost, they won. That still they did one eight in a row. You know. Jalen Brunson's been balling for him. Yeah. You know, they, they've Joel, gone, you, know, you get Joel at the Garden to start it off at 9 a.m. out here on the West Coast. So I, I love that one. Lakers at Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, depends on which Lakers. I mean, I think outside of AD, if they get everyone else back, that could be a competitive game. I mean, LeBron's going to want to show out on Christmas. Yeah. I you mean, the, 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 game, the game of the day is Milwaukee at Boston. That's going to be lovely at 2 p.m. Yeah. out here on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Memphis at Golden State, that was supposed to be the game. Now I think Memphis is just going to backhand Golden State, and that's yeah. going to be the game where I take my nap. And then <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix at Denver to close things off. I love Yeah, that's I love the, that, yeah that, that Warriors game is the one where you throw all the trash out from the presents. And- <laughs> right. I mean, of all of the five you set games, up the toys. you set up the toys that you buy, you know, you set yeah. everything up because you yeah, don't I really get my kids some video games. That's the game where we play. We try out the new video game because, I mean, <laughs> to me, that's going to be the game where that one could get ugly. I mean, because Memphis is coming out there. They they already they, they already think they something they're not yet. 
They mm-hmm. already think they the mm-hmm. big dog, and it was like, chill, y'all, chill, y'all. They, 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 they think they didn't do. They think they didn't do. They really do, which is which was funny because they just got smacked around by Joker. <laughs> you know, but they really think they that you know. And I love to see the guys' confidence and swagger, even though you yeah, know. Aaron I ain't Jackson. mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I love their city edition uniforms. It's my favorite. Oh, fire. Those are fire. You, know? you saw, you saw, because I said this on the show. Ja, well, I think he was talking to Malik Andrews, and, and Malik asked him, like, who, you know, who who are you looking around at the league right now and saying, yo, we're going to have to run through those guys? And Ja was like, the Celtics. And then Malik was like, nobody in the West? And he's like, nah, we got that. We good. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, y'all better make the finals. Y'all better because you Because y'all were the same team crying last year when, when the Warriors the second round. Yeah, well, y- y'all was y'all and was that's another team with injury thing. Ja misses a lot of time, mm-hmm. and Jaron Jackson misses. Jaron Jackson misses time, and he fouls a lot. Yep. So yep. I mean, yeah, it's that's I, gonna I, be the that's I, the I'm one game. That's the one game where there's bad blood because you already see what the, with the Dylan Brooks or someone saying they want Clay because <laughs> Clay was talking and. <laughs> You know, maybe your boy Dre, you know, our friend Draymond shows up and doesn't get kicked out or anything. You know, hey, if the, if the, if Memphis if Memphis like is up by like twenty five in the fourth quarter, oh, they're gonna be talking. They they're gonna they're gonna be some talking going on, and there may be a little altercation because you know. Oh, yeah, Memphis I mean, this, this is going this this is like like I said of the five games, that's the bad blood game. Yeah, you know, I mean. If it would have been say Suns Mavericks, there might have been some some bad blood there. But I mean, Suns Warriors would have been a little bad blood too. Yeah, pretty much anyone, and yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, that that I think the best game is Bucks Celtics. Like we said, like you said that's that's the best game. Even though it was a, a few days, it was the last week when the the Grizzlies had the Bucks down by like forty. Yeah, yeah. So I and mean, he, yeah, sneaky. I know people always like to take shots, but like if you're paying attention right now. Sixers and uh, Knicks is a good game. Sixers are playing good basketball right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Really because good. we've done all this talk about the Warriors and Grizzlies, watch the Warriors win that game. <laughs> I remember they did that against like the Rockets. I think Steph was the year they won like nineteen games. Yeah, and we're I mean, on. There's, 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 there's that, yeah, that's a potentially. Oops, well, we got that one wrong type game. And like I said, I think it's weird that there's not an LA game in LA on Christmas. Mm, that's the yeah. weird one too. I mean. I guess the TV networks didn't want to take a chance on Kawhi or Paul George sitting out a game. <laughs> right. And then you, you know, they they they've got the Clippers on TV so we can watch Marcus Morris and Nick Batum ball. <laughs> no disrespect to them, but ain't nobody tuning in for those for those guys. So speaking I guess of that, I also want to see the uh, shoes. You know, the Christmas oh, shoes. Yeah. I like LeBron's. You seen LeBron's? The, the yeah, Grinch yeah, one? yeah. He did it. Turned the twenties into like a Grinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. I like. Yeah, those. I mean, that's probably gonna come with some heat. Josh yeah. probably gonna come with some heat for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm just gonna some nasty. Tatum with Jordan Brand. He gonna do his thing. Luca half. Yeah, you said Luca. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got, I got a pair of those Lucas. They're, they're not bad. They're not bad. I don't have any Lucas. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah, um, so there should be some. There should be some good games, and who, who knows? Maybe next year, it'll be like Kings. Oh, Kings something. in there next year. I don't know if it's gonna be home or what. They're gonna be in there next year. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I ain't gonna jump out there and say all that yet. <laughs> they're gonna be out there next year, and I think they're gonna come to Golden One because they're gonna they're gonna see the scene that is Golden One in the playoffs, and they're gonna want some of that action on Christmas Day. I think they I think Kings get a home game on next year. You think so? <laughs> but who would they play? 
I guess well, let's see how let's see how everything unfolds. Maybe they get a good playoff series and yeah, they might play Phoenix in, in the playoffs. And then they'll, they'll play each other. Well, we'll see because the way the West is looking, they could play anybody at this point. <laughs> Seriously. No, I wanted to ask you, speaking of, speaking of Christmas Day and Christmas Day NBA, what is your favorite moments, favorite games, Christmas Day games? I, while you think about it, I, I'll give you a couple of mine. Um, obviously, the Kings, Lakers, 03. That's after they lost the 02 series. They played at the Staples Center. Uh, on Christmas Day, Kings smacked them up. I think the next year, the Kings had a home game against the Mavericks, I want to say. I actually attended that game. I was at that game. That was pretty cool. Um, do you remember the the Knicks-Bulls game? I think this was 94 or 5 because Jordan wasn't there. And Steve and they like tried to run the, run the clock out, and Steve Kerr tried to knock it down at the end of the uh, game. And he he knocked it to Hubert Davis, I think, and Hubert Davis had a game tying three or something okay. like that. That was a classic. Yeah, um, obviously, Kobe versus Shaq. On, yeah, that on- was yeah, that was like yeah, yeah, that was one. And I wasn't there a Lakers Celtics on Christmas. Uh, there might have been. That sounds right. That sounds right. They, yeah, I mean, the Lakers are there all the time. Um, they have a few Laker games. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they they had the one, the one I remember was kind of like the Lakers coming out party when uh, Bynum had this big game against Phoenix, mm. and mm. yeah, that was it was like okay, now the, the young guys are starting to show up. Mm. You know, I mean, there's mm. yeah, yeah, but I mean, the Christmas remember game, that remember that uh, Cavs Warriors game after 2016 when KD was there, first year KD was there, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, Richard Jefferson dunked on Clay, I think. Like they they finished the game with like a 12-0 run or something like that. Kyrie hit the fall away to win it over mm-hmm. over Clay. That was a great Christmas. I day. remember the Lakers Warriors where the Lakers were like top four in the West and like for the first oh, time in years. Luke on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. And you get talk to guys from that staff. That that game right there changed their trajectory for everyone because they were mm-hmm. top four in the West. They were dragging the Warriors that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then LeBron and Rondo both get hurt. Mm-hmm. Then that was all she wrote for that season for them. <laughs> you know. that was it, man. Yeah. So I mean, there's you know, there's always some fun moments. You know, yeah. I don't think they do the, the cool Christmas jerseys any like the Christmas Day jerseys anymore. Nah, I didn't really like a lot of those either. There's only one that I liked is when they had the cursive and it was like a solid color. And I like those, but the rest of them, I I wasn't a big fan. When they went to the whole short sleeve, the the whole sleeve (laughs) on the jersey is like, I'm not really feeling that one. (laughs) You know, but yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. But you know, you got to get the, you're going to get, well, Steph is hurt. You always get the Warriors on Christmas now. You always get the, Get you're always going to get LeBron on Christmas. You're always going to get the Lakers if they're good, bad, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Always going to get the Knicks, mm-hmm. and then it's all just toss ups. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know who you're going to get. But I think I think this is actually you know the way things have unfolded. This is actually a pretty good slate. Usually there's like two games where you go, I'm not watching that. In part because the Knicks sometimes stink. Right, right. That, <laughs> that's I mean, usually the game where people are like, I ain't watching that one. Even God. Lakers, Dallas. Like I'm not really. Not really into that game, but you know it's it's all it's still early enough too in the day where it's the second game. All right, let me let me see what's going on. You know, I'm not, I'm not usually the poor little seven thirty game. I'll be like, all right, man, I didn't, I didn't yeah, have that last game. I didn't had a couple of drinks. I don't care. 
<laughs> and it feels like Denver's always in that game. <laughs> I'm tired of the kids running around at this point. I just I, I'm I'm gonna go watch the Hawaii Bowl or something. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, something I'm like the NFL. Is someone playing today? Please. Say NFL scary. got three games. They thought they was doing something too. They got some trash games. Oh God! Isn't like the Rams and the Broncos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rams, Broncos, Bucks, Cardinals, oh, and God. Packers, Dolphins is a good one. That's a that's a solid one. That's the only thing. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm like keep Russell Wilson, Tom Brady <laughs> off my television. Keep the Cardinals off my television. Oh, that's nasty. That's gonna be oh god. That's what they get. That's what they get for trying to mess with my beloved NBA on Christmas. Do better next year, Roger Goodell. Stay off of Christmas. That's NBA only. No, put some respect on their name. Yeah, please. Especially if that's what you're gonna give us. Don't give us that. Well, they thought they were doing something. Like at the beginning of the season, they thought they was doing something. Rams, Broncos are supposed to be good. Now it's trash. It's yeah, like now the it's, football. Now <laughs> it's a Baker Mayfield against whoever the other guy is. What is Rippin it? Rippin's or something. Kid? Rippin? Yeah. Is that Mark Rippin's kid? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a lot of Rippin's. I don't know if it matters because they're the Broncos and they suck, but hey. Well, well, that's all the time we got. Jay, what you working on right now, man? Uh, should be have a story dropping about Tim Hardaway Jr. and his dad. You know, oh, I talked yeah, to, definitely got checked that out. Talked, you know, you know, talked about Tim Senior and going into the Hall of Fame and all that and whatnot. And he said, even with all that, the most proud thing he is right now is watching his son play basketball. Yeah, I got so definitely. I, I got that. Some other stuff coming before you know. I take next week off. You know, you know, you know, take a few days off yeah. and enjoy the kids while they're out of school and. Get ready to cry whenever the Raiders disappoint me again. <laughs> well, at least you're not a Giants fan. San Francisco Giants. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, they're they're doing pretty good though. I mean, stop it. Stop I it. mean, it's like, you know, they're the girl you talk to to make the girl you really like jealous. Like, I will go out with her, you know. They need to get these stupid uh sabermetric Excel spreadsheet jackasses. Hey, out of the front Carlos Correa for six days. Bro, Carlos Correa. Cole Correa was dressed and ready to go for his press conference, and the Giants postponed it. Somebody said his his physical condition was cold feet. It wasn't him. That's the that's that's what makes it even worse. That's what makes it even worse. The Giants. It was a self inflicted wound. They did it to themselves. They postponed everything. Carlos Correa was dressed, ready for the press conference. They're like, nah. He's, they're like, nah. We don't like this. No, no. And then here comes the. I'm like. Man, just New York just coming in like, okay, we'll take them, we guess. Oh, my God. And, it's, and just when I'm mad, the Dodgers didn't do anything. I'm like, well, shoot, it could be worse. They could have, you know. Could be the Giants. But then again, I'm I'm not so, I'm not a big fan of these 13-year deals. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing giving a guy a 13-year deal? That's crazy. Yeah, that is a trip. That is a trip. But so maybe it'll pay off with the Giants. Actually, it won't because they still no, no, it won't pay off. They're it, trying to be the A's for real now. They're really trying to be the A's. It, it absolutely won't pay off. God damn it. God I'm damn glad, it. I'm glad it won't because this is hilarious to me. Some bullshit. Anyways. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can catch me on D'Lo and Casey on ESPN 1320 every Monday through Friday. Uh, 12 to 4, although we're off on Friday, we're off on Monday, so maybe not every Monday and Friday coming up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can check us out, man, and uh, we'll be back next week. More J Street Vibes. Merry Christmas, Jason. Merry Christmas, Casey. Yeah. Now, nah, y'all be good. Peace.